Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Weekly. I'm so glad that you are here again for this episode. We are um, back on track now in Weekly World. This is week three of January, and so we'll have one more episode in January, and we'll be right on track for the year of putting out content every single week on this podcast. So if you have not subscribed and you want to hang out and be a part of this, you should subscribe. You can subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you listen to Spotify, you can subscribe to podcasts in Spotify, Overcast, which is where I listen to most of my podcasts, or you can listen on the Anchor app. Anchor is a really cool app. I actually switched all of my podcast feeds to Anchor for hosting last year. And I am creating this podcast, editing this podcast, producing all of it, and uploading it all from my iPad Pro with a microphone hooked into the USB-C port and Anchor, the app. So I took a process that took not a long time, but there were a lot of moving parts. There were microphones, there were cables, there were, you know, computers and normalizing and all this kind of stuff. And I got all of that down to one small condenser mic hooked into my iPad using the Anchor app to record and produce all these segments, which is pretty cool. So if you like making podcasts, if you make podcasts, I would suggest using Anchor. And they actually had a feature on Apple's website and some ads they put out on making a podcast in Anchor. And the way that they did that is pretty much exactly how I'm making Weekly this year. And so one of the things I wanted to do with Weekly was remove any barrier to entry for me to make this podcast. So it's like, oh, I didn't bring the right equipment. Oh, I don't want to get my computer out. Oh, I don't want, you know, X, Y, Z. I can do this literally from anywhere in the world. And um, right now I'm sitting at my house in our sort of bonus room, back room, I've got a blanket and some pillows in front of me sitting at my desk with my iPad Pro and a microphone on a boom arm. And that's it. And that's where we are. So uh, sorry if you don't care about technical stuff, but that is how we're making weekly this year. And I'm really just trying to leverage time that I have to get in and record these segments and these episodes to get them out instead of making it a big ordeal. Because my theme for the year is awareness, is being aware. And so one thing that I realized as I considered, why was I not excited about making podcasts as much? Why was I feeling like I didn't want to do that? And part of that reason is really, man, because there were all these barriers to entry, because it was difficult to get all those things together. And so an awareness about that situation led me to realize, you know what, I will sacrifice a little bit of uh, control and professionalism and, you know, ultimate EQ control and things like that on my podcast to make it easy to distribute and easy to get out. Because at the end of the day, communicating ideas is actually what podcasts are about, right? Getting content to people, sharing it with the world, that's what podcasts are about. So me producing the best podcast possible is good but at the expense of not producing any podcasts is not good. And so I had an awareness about the problem. I made a solution and now it's easy. And literally when I am free and want to record day or night, whatever time it is that the house is quiet and the kids are in bed or at school or taking a nap, I can come in here to the back of the house, record a podcast, boom, 
save it as a draft, publish it when it's ready, ready to go. And so that that's just a little kind of update on, hey, I think I might actually accomplish my goal this year of making weekly a weekly podcast, which I uh, have not accomplished holistically in the last 100 or so weeks, the last two years. But we're here, we're making it happen, and so again, if this is your first time listening to Weekly, welcome. It is a fun little journey that I've had over the years, and this year, we are using Weekly as a diary of sorts, an audio journey of sorts to keep track of what is going on in my life as I go through this year of awareness. Uh, That is my yearly theme. My word for the year is being aware. If you missed the last couple episodes, you should go back and listen to those where I talk about the yearly theme. And I also talk about uh, time tracking and using an app called Toggle to track all my time. We'll talk more about that in the future. But um, so as we're continuing with awareness, that's our theme for the year. I want to talk today about um, a gift that I received for Christmas that is actually helping me be more aware of what is going on in my life, and that is my Apple Watch. So for Christmas uh, last year, which was a few weeks ago actually, um, I received a Series 3 Apple Watch for Christmas from my parents, and it was very awesome. I was very shocked and excited, and I... For all of my, if you know me, you know that I love Apple stuff. I have been a huge Apple fan for a long time. I got my first Mac when I was in high school. Um, Have really only exclusively used Apple computers since then. iPods, iPads, iPhones, i whatever. I've had it. And, um, but I've never had an Apple Watch. I've never gotten one. Um, and I don't know, I just never did. And, and this year I was thinking about it and I thought it could be fun and useful and it was an incredible gift. And so I'm thankful for that. Uh, it was an awesome Christmas present, extremely surprised and excited. Uh, so I got a, I got the series three Apple watch and I really like it. And I really have been trying to build it into my year in 2019. And here is here's some things that are really cool to me about the Apple Watch. Because on one hand, it is another thing to bother you. But on the other hand, it is actually something extremely useful. And I'm actually using it to help keep track of some of my goals and to keep me on track with what I'm doing. And so I'm trying to make it as a little of a distraction as possible and actually use my watch as a way to keep me off of my phone. And that's the goal. And so as I think about awareness and being aware of what is going on, I also realize that I need to automate some things. I need some help in my awareness. I need some help making sure that I am staying on track and doing the things that I need to do. And so with awareness about certain things creates a system that I can combine some things into and streamline them And now those become like a habit. They become part of my routine as I'm trying to be healthier and to make better choices and to um, lose some weight. Like, I mean, all of us are trying to do these things, but I'm trying to make them realistic, not just in like, oh, I did this for a day or a week or even a month, but a lifestyle change. 
and I'm using my Apple Watch to help me do that. And so I want to share just a couple ways that I am using my Apple Watch to keep me more aware and actually be less distracted. So one of the big things that Apple Watch kind of has going for it is the rings, the move and the sit and the exercise rings. If you've seen those little rings, uh, it is addicting to fill those rings. Now, granted, I'll be honest, I haven't done the exercise one uh, that well. Uh, there have been many lapses in closing that ring, and, and that's really going to be a February on goal, honestly, because I'm trying to take things in stride and in small doses. But the one, the two rings that I definitely fill every day and have filled every day since I got my Apple Watch are the move ring and there's just like general like walking movement um, you know being alive basically and burning some calories and then the stand ring and this the standing one is interesting because if you haven't stood for a while it will just like 10 minutes before the hour just give you a little notification hey you should stand up it will help you close your rings for this hour and here's what's crazy when that little thing tells me to stand and I get that little notification on my wrist, like I feel it, I almost always stand up. In fact, I was in a meeting a couple days ago. Um, I spend a good amount of time in meetings and collaborating at my job and I was in a meeting and my watch told me that I should stand up. And then I just like stood up and went and got some coffee. Like I went and got uh, a refill on my coffee from the back of the room and I walked around for just a second, came back and sat down. And I did it. And then I find myself sitting at my desk doing the same kind of thing. It reminds me, hey, you should stand up. And I'm like, okay, I will. And then I do. And I go and get a water or go and say hi to someone or go um, run into someone's office and ask them a question. Like my watch is keeping track of my sedentary life sometimes and reminding me to stand up, which I think is hilarious because standing is not something that I think about. Um, but sitting too long is a problem. And so my watch is reminding me, Hey, it's important for you to stand. You should do that. And just that little nudge. And now it's just become a thing. And a lot of times I'll find that, um, before it tells me to stand, I've already done it. Now it's already become a habit. And then it reminds me, Hey, you did a good job. You close this ring every day. And so now it's become kind of a fun game to just, when my watch tells me to stand, then I'm just going to get up. I'm going to go and do something just really quickly. And then I can come sit back down. It makes a nice mental break in my work. It makes a nice, um, you know, hopefully a good thing for my body. It, it, I just think it's funny that my watch is telling me to do something. And, and I find that that little nudging is working. Another one is there's an app on the watch called breathe and breathe is literally exactly what you think it is. And several times during the day, I'm not sure if it's on a timer or if it's based on my heart rate. Maybe it is because it tracks your heart rate. Maybe my sitting rate is getting high. And it'll just say, hey, why don't you take one minute and breathe? And I love the app because you can start it from your watch. And it uses just the, the haptic vibration feedback to help you breathe in and then release. And breathe in and then release. And you just do that for a minute and it tells you when you're done. There's no sounds. There's no bothersome things. I can do it while I'm sitting at a desk, while I'm having a conversation, while I'm writing an email. I can just start it. I feel it on my wrist. I breathe in. I breathe out. It tells me when to breathe in again, and then I breathe out. And I feel better. And I do that several times a day because my watch 
told me to. Another awesome thing about my Apple Watch is that it does this, uh, I got this app called Auto Wake, where it does a smart wake up. And so I tell it what time that I want to get up, the sort of the latest that I want to get up. And then I tell it how early it can start waking me up. So a 30-minute window, a 15-minute window. And I usually say, here's what time I want to get up, and 15 minutes beforehand you could potentially wake me up. And so it notices when I'm coming out of a deep sleep and into light sleep, and it uses the, the haptic uh, vibration sensors on the watch to wake me up. So instead of my alarm going off, uh, which I have my alarm set as well for a, you know, hey, you got to get up and get the kids ready for school and all that stuff. But if I can get up before then, I will. And so I use this auto wake app to help wake me up in a more gentle way. So I'm coming out of a cycle of deep sleep into light sleep. And as I'm making that transition before I go back down the hill toward deeper sleep, it wakes me up. And it's a really great feature. I can set timers, I can set little reminders throughout the day um, of just things that I need to be aware of. So if I'm doing something and it's like, hey, I really need to get up and uh, go do something else in 20 minutes, I'll just like set a timer for 20 minutes, it goes off on my wrist, it reminds me, I stand up. And those things are really, really great. Uh, I can also see all my calendar events that are happening. Uh, I use my calendar a lot. I sort of live by my Google calendars. And so on my watch, it's easy to quickly glance at those calendars or to glance at OmniFocus for what is most important. I can't see all of my OmniFocus stuff, all of my tasks. All I see really are what are due today, what's in my inbox, and what is like flagged or starred that are important. And so at any time, I can just kind of glance at my watch, pull up that complication for OmniFocus, my to-do list app, and see what I've flagged. And if it's a conversation with someone or something I need to tell someone, I try to flag it or put it in my inbox and, uh, and, and mention that person. And so I can find those on my watch just really easily. So I'll walk into someone's office. I can just like sit down, open up OmniFocus really quickly, look at those flagged items and say, oh, I needed to ask you this question. And then I do. And that's pretty cool for for those quick little notifications, quick little actions that I can do that make a huge, huge difference. And uh, it's pretty cool. So, you know, if you don't have an Apple Watch, then like maybe you don't care about all this. And I don't want to just keep talking about my Apple Watch only. These are just a few things, ways that I'm using it that I've found really simple and really useful. And there's all kinds of other ways that I use it and that are nerdier things, like controlling my AirPods with, with, the, app, with the watch and podcasts and all that. But I wanted to share a couple examples of how I'm using my watch to help me be more aware of what's going on. And that seems like a really important thing. And so this isn't just about the Apple Watch. This is about how can you be more aware in your life? What are some areas where you can be more aware of what's going on around you? Okay, let's let's get out of the um, solely Apple Watch nerdy Apple technology realm. Uh, if you have an Apple Watch, I hope that you like it. I hope that you use it. I think it's really useful and beneficial. But here's what I really want to say about all this is that building in some routines, some safeguards, some ways to track what I'm doing is helping me be more aware. And the technology, the things, the tools that we use can help us or they can hurt us. 
using my watch over my phone helps me because when I use my watch, I can't open up Twitter and just scroll through a timeline. I can't just really go to Safari and search for something that I just thought of. I can't look on Instagram and then get like stuck looking at like some hashtag or something like that and doing searches. Like it, it allows me to quickly deal with information, to find relevant needs, and then walk away. And so I'm trying to distance myself from my phone as a primary first reach communication device and really make my watch the really the one where I get important information. And so if it's not on my watch, it's probably not important. And that's how I'm trying to set it up. And so for you, that could be something completely different in that you have a notebook that you keep your most important things or you have a schedule or a picture schedule. My kids have picture schedules. They do really well with them. Maybe you have a list every day. You have a whiteboard. You have post-it notes. Whatever you do, how are you being aware this year? How are you developing your awareness for the things that are around you? And when you do that, it is potentially scary. And honestly, I chose this word not because it was fun or glamorous, because honestly, the words that I would want to choose would have been like hustle or like do the work or like explore ideas or, you know, something like that, or like this big challenge, like read 30 books and do all these things, all these things. But I chose awareness because that's actually something that's really hard for me. I have no problem dreaming about the future. I have no problem pretending that I live in a different universe with better outcomes. But I struggle when it comes to being aware and being present in the moment and dealing with those things as they come. And so for me, using technology to bring awareness has also brought awareness of how much I use technology to numb how I'm feeling. That I want that hit of dopamine by opening up Instagram and seeing if anyone's liked my photo. That I open up Twitter to see if anyone's responded to my tweet or to see what's going on or to, to confirm my biases that I already have by someone else's post that I can engage with. And so I want to uh, run away from awareness with technology. But I can also use that same technology to be more aware. And so... There's a there's a, a tension there, right? Um, there was this whole uh, year at the Catalyst Conference in Atlanta about tension. It was called The Tension is Good. And it was so interesting to hear all these speakers and leaders talk about how managing tension is the goal. It's not to get rid of tension completely because you're never going to do that. But that if you can see the tension as an opportunity, that the tension is good, it means that there are choices to be made, then you can actually move forward. And so awareness is bringing me to that kind of place where it's like, yes, huh, I really am relying on my phone to bring me happiness in this moment. And I don't have to do that because I'm actually really happy right now. I don't have to seek validation. I don't have to get that dopamine hit because I am actually good. I am okay. And it's allowed me to like pick up my phone and put it down. And it's allowed me to just send important notifications to my watch and not have to have my phone. And those small changes are having positive results and positive effects in my life. Noticing like, hey, 
I could clean the kitchen right now. I could do, a, you know, a better job at X, Y, Z. And then just responding and being aware of that, that it's happening. Because it's easy in the moment to just numb yourself. And maybe it's for you, like it's food or it's watching TV or it's playing video games or it's pretending that you don't have any problems. Guilty of that for sure, right? Pretending like the bad things don't exist. But that actually doesn't help anything. What is helpful is to be aware, to make decisions and choices, and then to walk in those with confidence. And so that is what I'm trying to do. And honestly, um, it's been a struggle. It's been good. There have been positives from that. But at the same time, like I'm not always succeeding in that. I'm not always um, up and to the right on this goal. And that's why it's not just a goal, it's a yearly theme, because it's going to take me all year to master awareness and maybe a lifetime. But I think a year of dedicated um, care toward that theme is going to be helpful. So wherever you find yourself today, I hope that you can take steps in your life to have more meaningful connection, more meaningful conversation, to do things on purpose with purpose. And what I'm finding is that changing my reasoning, changing my, uh, you know, the why I do something is also having an effect on the what that I do after that. And so if I use my technology for good, for productivity, so I don't have to use it as much, that's a win. If I use my technology so I can use it more, I don't know that that's a win. And so being aware of those things, and at least trying to be aware of those things, is helping me give some guardrails, some some bumpers, you know, like when you take your kids bowling and they're going to they're going to get a gutter ball like every time, but if you put the bumpers up, they're going to hit some pins. And that's what I'm trying to do in my life is like I'm trying to hit some pins, I'm trying to get some strikes and some good knockdowns of some things that I'm aiming for. And so I'm using technology, I'm using these ideas, I'm using a framework of yearly themes. Like it doesn't mean anything unless I give it meaning. And so I'm building some context around it and I'm building some direction around it so I can do something. Because at the end of the day, a yearly theme is useless unless I actually put some use into it. All these ideas and plans and stuff... I get stuck in that phase all the time. And so I'm trying to put some real traction into this. And it's working. I can say that. That's a small victory. We're going to celebrate when things are good, right? I think we can do that. So it's like working. It's It's been beneficial. It's not complete. There's a lot left. And there's a lot more to work on. And as I'm being aware, I'm seeing more and more. And so I want to be able in the coming year to continue to make adjustments and continue to course correct and to, to really move those bumpers even closer together. So I'm really firing on all cylinders um, because I know that I need help. And so I'm using the tools that I have around me to do that. And right now uh, my Apple watch is actually being really helpful to me and it's actually allowing me to use my phone less. And that's pretty cool. So I would encourage you to consider what are some things, what are some tools in your life, analog, digital, technology, whatever, but what are some things in your life uh, that you could use to help you fulfill what you want to do 
this year, where you want to go this year. And maybe for you that is, uh, I don't even know. I don't know what it is for you, but I think you will know. So I hope that you'll consider that as you look at the next year of your life, the next 11 months or so that you have in 2019, before we get to 2020, think about where is it that I want to be next year? And how can I do some small things today to get me to that place later on? And I'm doing that. I'm trying that. And uh, today, my Apple Watch is helping me do that. Um, I promise not to keep talking about my Apple Watch on other episodes. So uh, have no fear. Apple Watch is not here for every episode. Uh, but but this is just documenting where my life is going and what's going on. And so maybe you found this useful. I hope that you did. Um, and if not, then uh, just wait for the next episode and there'll be something different. So that's the beauty of this year on Weekly is that it's really just about my year and what's going on. So if you don't like this week's episode, just wait till next week and you'll get something completely different. Uh, so thanks for being a part of weekly you can follow us online if you like to do those things weekly is on twitter it's uh, at weekly wkly underscore pod and then you can always follow me on twitter i'm at james eaton and you can find all of our content online and subscribe thank you again for all of you who listen and it's gonna be uh It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good year. And I'm excited about February. I'm excited about some things that we're going to talk about in the coming weeks, working on those shows right now. So I hope you guys have an incredible week, and I will see you next time on Weekly.